Go and make disciples of all nations. This is our mission. What's up? It's Joe Melendres and welcome to the Mission Driven Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us today. This podcast is designed to assist you in discovering and living God's mission for your life. So let's jump right in. Today's episode, we're going to be talking all about pain. Our theme is I'm in pain. You know, we're going to go deep today and our mission driven guest is going to be, he specializes in pain. His name is Coach Anthony Simon and he wrote a best-selling book called Pain, Life's Greatest Gift. So we had a great conversation with Anthony and he's such a talented author and speaker and disciple and he's just fired up for Jesus. So please stay tuned for that. You might be thinking, Joe, why pain? Well, I think people in the world, including myself, might be experiencing pain right now. There's so much pain, such as loss of a loved one, maybe somebody sick, loss of a job. There's so many different experiences of pain that people might be going through at this very moment. So we're going to talk about it because pain is a part of life. It's a human emotion. So uh, even Jesus, even Jesus felt pain. Pain on the cross. He cried out to God for help. Pain in the agony in the garden when he was about to face his death. Jesus can relate to our pain. And to be honest, he wants to be there for us in our pain. Earlier this year, I was talking to my friend Andrew. Uh, I was going through a painful experience and he texted me. He said, Joe, don't waste your pain. That really resonated with me. So today's mission tip is don't waste your pain. Each episode, I like to give you a mission tip. This is fuel for your mission. So today's mission tip is brought to you by God's Adventure Awaits Summit. This is an online conference happening. Get your calendars. Get ready. July 31st through August 2nd. It's completely online, and the best part is it's free. Uh, it's been started by mission-driven friend of the show, Stacy Summerow. So excited and thankful to be part of this conference, and it features speakers like Jason Everett, Jackie and Bobby Angel, Sister Bethany Madonna, and more. I'll be giving a talk titled, Get in the Word, trying to help you break down scripture. So feel free to sign up, stacysummerow.com. Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes. Okay, don't waste your pain. What does that even mean, you might be thinking? Well, we experience pain all the time, but we can actually take this pain and we can offer it up as prayer. That's right, we can transform our pain and make it prayer. Essentially, we can grow closer to Christ through our suffering. Like I said earlier, Jesus suffered. He suffered a brutal death. He's experienced pain probably that most of us has, have never experienced before. We can grow closer to Christ in that pain, whatever pain we're experiencing. 
So no matter what you go through, maybe it's a broken foot, maybe you have a headache, maybe you're suffering from heartbreak, um, whatever you're going through, you can offer it up as a form of prayer. Sometimes it's hard to do this because when you're in pain, like all you're thinking about is that pain. Um, you just focused and fixated on that pain, but we need to spend some time and energy thinking about Jesus during that pain and maybe say a prayer like this. Jesus, I offer my pain up to you as a form of prayer. Help me to grow closer to you in this time of pain. Thank you for enduring the cross for me. Give me strength to carry on. Amen. I was reflecting uh, earlier today on James chapter one, and uh, this is something so powerful, so relevant. James says this, consider it pure joy brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Y'all, when we face trials, when we face pain, let us be joyful in that pain. Let us go closer to Christ in that pain. Let's pray our way through that pain and not waste it. Can I get an amen? Okay, I am so pumped and so excited and so grateful that you're joining us today. Whether you're watching via YouTube or you're listening in your car or at home, we're so glad you're here. Up next, we got word of the day with my wife, Noel Melendrez, gonna be breaking down God's word. Then uh, we have a mission-driven interview with Coach Anthony Simon. You don't wanna miss it. Following that, I'm going to be doing a break it down where we talk about a special track that I wrote and released in 2010 and how it actually relates to a a track that Kanye West just dropped. You don't want to miss it. So keep it locked right here on the Mission Driven Podcast. Let's go. All right. Welcome back to the Mission Driven Podcast podcast i'm here sitting across from the one and only noel melendrez i'm so thankful to get in the word with you today uh how you feeling great great glad to be here happy father's day thank you we're recording this on father's day praise the lord um this is a a little deeper topic than we normally cover um but you know god's word it goes all over and it covers everything so our theme today is i'm in pain and i definitely wanted to um choose a topic that was relevant to our world today and maybe where some people uh, might be at right now so um it's psalm 34 verse 18 noel you mind reading it for us sure the lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit awesome yeah it's like that is simple it's very straightforward powerful but very powerful at the same time um so we're going to break this down via the soap method which stands for scripture observation application and prayer um so noel what were some of your observations for that verse um two things i really honed in on were um brokenhearted and crushed in spirit i'm thinking about what it means to be crushed in spirit i'm thinking about how the lord saves us through our faith in Jesus Christ, like that 
I mean, really, we're all broken people. Yeah. And he saves us, right? He chooses to save us. But what's also really beautiful, I thought, is that this acknowledgement of the brokenheartedness that, you know, we all experience, you know, um, in varying degrees at different times in life. And, you know, God says, you know, in scripture that life is not easy, that we will face trials and um, we will struggle, but he remains close to us in that. And that's yeah. what it says here. He's close to the brokenhearted. And it's just, I think that's really beautiful. You know, when we have our faith in Christ, um, we put our faith in God. He comes alongside us, even yeah. though the journey's challenging at times. So. so, so important to realize and recognize that. Um, and also, you know, along with that, sometimes people may think, oh, well, when you surrender your life to Jesus, that things might just get easy and pain free. And it's not exactly the case. But this was, uh, it really resonated with me a lot. But the closeness, I think of when the brokenhearted. So I put it for my observation. I said, God is close to those whose hearts are deeply hurting. He will rescue and save those whose spirit uh, are ex experiencing extreme pain. And the, the brokenhearted, I feel like God is, is a heart guy. He goes for the heart because the heart is where the transformation happens. Right. And when we're, we're brokenhearted, God goes to, to be with us, to sit with us, um, to, to just relate and connect. Um, he might not even have to say or do a whole lot, but just being present. Um, you know, like any time in, in, in your life or, you know, you just, you're going a tough day and you just want to sit with somebody. You just, I just need to be with somebody. And, and that's, that's what God wants to do, which I thought was, was really beautiful. Um, and then the, the, the saving, you know, like we have a saving God, the crushed in spirit, not just like a hurt or broken, but really crushed. Right. Sometimes like when we get crushed, we can, we can grow, mature, become even stronger. Well, that's usually when we recognize that we need a savior. Yeah. You know, totally. And, and when we reach that point of surrender mm -hmm. of that, I can't do this on my own. And you surrender yourself to God and realize that I need a savior, Yeah, you know, and kind of going off what you were saying, you know, he wants to come alongside us, but do we allow it? You mm -hmm. know, do we surrender ourselves? There is that peace that we need to, that's a part of the puzzle. You know, you have to allow God into your heart. Yeah. You want him to transform it. So good. Open your heart to that. Surrender to him. Let him be your savior, you know? So good. I feel like a lot of times we might be the block, like we might um, you know, be the blockage for God to really enter in. And we just have to say that, vocalize it, but really just, you know, open our hearts and our minds um, to what God wants to do with us. So for application, and this is how it applies to our life right now, um, not to you, 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 but to actually me. And 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 that's how we, we, we break it down via application. Um, so I'll go with application. I said, when I'm in pain, God is close to me. Um, he goes for my heart. Um, he's a saving God. Uh, however, he will save me when my spirit is crushed. Um, and I feel like lately, you know, I personally have been having some heart pain, you know, like it's been hard um, and challenging in this new season. And I feel like a lot of people can relate, um, you know, from 
being displaced from jobs to, you know, just the whole world's been turned upside down and, and to having faith in God during this time is so essential, but we still feel human emotions and feelings and it's okay to, to feel your feelings. Um, so yeah, so to, to know that now after reading this, God is close to me yeah. when I'm hurting. Right. And when on days I feel like, man, um, I'm 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 in a bad place or I'm feeling like my spirit is is maybe a little bit crushed God's right there to save me like whoa like praise God and he's there to be with you in the healing process you know it's not that it's a quick fix you know Mm -hmm. and I think that's definitely something that in our world today we kind of want that you know instant gratification that quick fix yeah um to make everything better but you know that's that's not really what we know about, you know, real life. And we know that healing takes time and anything good or worthwhile takes effort. And, um, it's not always easy, you know, but again, going back to him being close to us in that, in that pain, Mm -hmm. it, it really is amazing. Amazing. So thankful for God. Anything you wanted to add for application? Oh, I was just, you know, for me personally, I know when I look at my life and the difficult times in my life, mm-hmm. you know, it's sometimes going to be just so hard to kind of see the other side. Um, I think the more trials I experience and the more I see how God uses that to prune me or to grow me in some way, it does make it easier for me to trust in that, yeah. you know, when I am going through it. But it's like you said, this is... This is really a um, just a different time in our lives. You know, most people haven't experienced something like this um, with the pandemic and yeah. everything going on. Yeah. So it can be challenging. You know, everybody sure. has their own challenges. I mean, I know it's been hard for us and, you know, you have a hard time. Like your reality is different and yeah. your world's turned upside down. You can see family, you can't see family. Yeah. You know, it's it's challenging. So, um, this is, was a good reminder to me that, you know, he's close to us in that. And he's, he's close to us and he wants to save us. So, he does. so yeah. beautiful. Uh, if you hear any background noise, that is baby Anthony. He wants to get on the mic, but he's actually in uh, his little seat right now. Um, but we are going to conclude with prayer. Um, thanks so much for being here, Noel, and, uh, for sharing on the scripture passage. Um, let's go ahead and pray in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, Lord God, we just ask that you can be with us at all times, that we can remember that you're here. You're close to us when our heart is hurting, when we, we're brokenhearted. And Lord, um, when our spirit's crushed, you're there to save us. You're not going to just leave us there. You're there to save us, to lift us up, to bring us to be who you created us to be. Um, and we're so grateful for this, Jesus. And dear God, we just lift up anybody who's feeling brokenhearted right now, that you would come alongside them um, during this time. We know that you're, you just want to love us. And we just thank you so much for that gift. And um, we just continue to ask for healing for our world and um, that we can all grow during this season and grow closer to you, Jesus. Um, we pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. All right. That was Psalm 34, 18. 
word of the day with Noel Melendrez, Mission Driven Podcast. Let's go. Come on. (laughs) Today's mission driven guest is a professional, motivational speaker and best selling author. He empowers young people worldwide, helping with coaching youth and young adults in mind, body, and spirit through social and emotional learning. He is an incredible young man at age 21, published a number one best-selling book titled Life's Greatest Gift, Pain. Check this out. It ranked in the top 1% of the 9 million books on Amazon And just to let you know, he just dropped a new book, and we're going to learn all about it. His slogan is, love your life. Let's give a big mission-driven welcome all the way from Sacramento, California, Coach Anthony Simon. Let's go. Hey, bro. How you doing? Excellent, bro. I'm pumped up. I love the introduction. Man, I am so thankful. We met via social media, bro. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you reached out on Instagram and we connected. And it's so funny. You reached out right when uh, my, my our new son, Anthony, was being born. And uh, and I'm like, hey, our, our son, Anthony, you're like, Anthony, what a great name. And boom, it's like whenever I think of my son, I'm thinking of you because same name <laughs> and a uh, powerful young man you are. And I hope he will be as well. But bro, I'm just so thankful for your time. Uh, you're, you're a gift. Hey, man, I appreciate you a lot, brother. Honestly. Seriously, this is, I've uh, been looking forward to this all week, legit. Amazing, amazing, yep. bro. Well, you know, so uh, so many people are going to be watching um, worldwide, and we just want to know, that watching and listening, we just want to know what started and sparked your faith. Mm, I'd say the greatest catalyst was a lot of, a lot of suffering, a lot of pain. Mm. And I had this weird paradoxical moment where I kind of intimately met Christ through the more suffering and and brokenness that I went through in life, Christ revealed himself more to mm. me. And there's this uh, praise and worship song. It's called broken and blessed. Yeah. So I'm a firm believer that the more broken we are, the greater our wounds, the greater those battle scars, the greater glory God can literally work through us. Wow. through our woundedness. And by that, by that pain, like his power is, is going to radiate and like surpass all our human intellect. So that's what kind of sparked is going through a lot of, a lot of trauma, life's tests, you know, that we all kind of go through and never really giving up on it and always asking God, like, what's the, what's, what's your plan in this? Wow. Wow, bro. You know, it's wild because, um, today, um, as you know, our world is experiencing a lot of pain, um, Mm -hmm. struggling with, with racism, with protests, with injustice. And it's like you, I've been going on this roller coaster of emotion you know, um, I'm a very positive and upbeat person, but today I was just feeling sad. Like I was hurting. I almost called you and was like, you know what? Maybe we should reschedule. Cause I don't know if I'm in a good place, but uh, seriously, but the Holy spirit said, Joe, just, you know, like, you know, pray through your pain and, and have this conversation. And I want to, I want to imagine that a lot of the world is feeling pain right now. And they might be angry and they might be sad and they might be tired and frustrated and drained. And I don't think it's a coincidence that that the first book you wrote was about about pain. So, you know, as a coach, 
what what tips do you have in in dealing with pain when people come and tell you I'm in pain, which is our theme for today? How do you respond to that? Yeah, the normal human reaction to responding through pain, a lot of people go through it. What do I mean by that? It means a lot of people are so quick. The moment that they touch fire, they're so quick to retreat. Ooh, it hurts. It stings. Yeah. It burns. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But in reality, the fire can be a catalyst, you know, mm-hmm. and you got to see how can I grow through that? How can I find Christ working through this? And all you got to do is remind yourself of the promises of Christ, right. remind yourself of who you are and whose you are. Mm-hmm. And those promises are going to help you flourish and perfect the right perspective in pain. There's always a lesson to be learned through that pain. And a lot of people, they don't read the book within themselves. They're always reading other people's lives and, yeah. and kind of projecting their own insecurities or wounds upon others. But in reality, we need to look within ourselves and say, what is the Lord, what is the Holy Spirit calling me to do right now at this very present moment? Yeah, I, I think that the, the question I have is like, when you feel like you don't have anything left, mm. how, how, do you, how do you reach out to the Holy Spirit? How do you get communication from God? Um, you know, what is it, what can you possibly do to, to spark a recharge when you feel like, you know, you feel tired, you know? Yeah, community, man. Christ mm. works the community. We're built for it. Yes. Says in Genesis. Yes. You know, um, the days that I'm feeling empty and it's like I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah. I, I'm like quickly to go to my scripture. Yes. I, I know that's my source of hope. And everybody's yes. got that little catalyst in their life. You've got to find out what what's going to feed my spirit. Mm. When I feel like I'm crushed and I'm asking the questions, I'm praying to a God who seemingly isn't answering my my prayers. Yeah. You know, it's in those moments where you're actually writing your legacy and you got to be conscious of that. Cause it's a daily battle, right? right? Carry your daily cross, deny yourself. Yes. And you know, love is, love is painful. It hurts. But yeah. in that pain, you will know for a fact that you're not alone and Christ will use it for your glory. So remind yourself of the promises yes. of God, I'd say, and draw from the sacraments. I mean, that's I where it. I get my strength from. Yes. I love it. I, I love what you said because it's super easy to run away or to isolate. Like that's mm-hmm. almost like, uh, a human instinct that's not so good, you know, like we retreat or we, you know, we, we turn to things that aren't good for us for instant gratification to make us feel better. And a lot of this is like, yeah, I, if I'm, if I'm in pain, I need to go to people, you know, I need to go to God's where I need to remind myself. I tell like, uh, I, I don't know if you can see that, that square box right there on the, on the mirror. Yep. It, it, it has, it's literally, it has all these different lines of who God says I am disciple maker, chosen, mm-hmm. called citizen of heaven. Um, it's like, I just have it up there. So when I feel like I need to remember who I am, I stand in front of the mirror and I read everything that's up there because we need to remember because we forget, you know? Yeah. Um, yep. and, and it's super important. Um, so amazing, bro. You, you, you wrote your first book uh, at, at age 21. When did you actually get started writing the book? What was that process like writing your first book? Okay. Yeah. I was going through so much immense pain and Um, A lot of it was a lot of mental pain. And I was always asking the question, like, God, why do you allow pain and suffering? Mm. Why, Lord? Like, how can an all loving, how can an all good, how can an all knowing God permit this? You know, so I always had those questions, but they were in my subconscious. They're very deeply embedded in my heart. So I had this bitter relationship with our Heavenly Father. Mm. Um, So I started journaling, man. I'm like, how can I get out of this situation? And I grieved the pain. I dealt with it. I sought solutions to it um, through Christ, through reading scripture. And it was that process, you know, I journaled, I think it was roughly like 1,033 pages. Wow. Um, just trying to find myself, man. Like we all go through those trials and we're like, who am I? Why am I on this planet? 
Um, what's my purpose? What was I created to do? Why was I created to do that? Yeah. Who am I serving? Mm-hmm. So uh, very lukewarm in my faith at the time, but 19 was, was that discernment place of identity and, and finding the, the, the struggling with answering those tough questions that we all struggle with. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's what started the, the journey. And, um, just, yeah, sharing my feelings with, with a lot of close friends, a lot of the Holy Catholic priests, Holy Catholic lady. And, um, those people honestly helped me. It's been a lot of little people kind of like piecing my story, helping me piece it together. Isn't it wild how when God wants something to happen, he puts all the right pieces in line to make it happen. <laughs> it's, oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. It was, yeah. I had a similar experience with my first album, which I never really set out to make a music city. It was like a creative art project, but my youth minister encouraged me um, mm. to make it. But all of a sudden God just opened the doors, designers, producers, you know, website, everything. And I was like, okay, God wants this to happen. And I think that's the same thing. When in, in my first conversation with you, I knew that you had a special anointing, a special calling. You had this drive, this fire and faith inside of you. And, and you've been sharing it um, with, with young people, especially um, high schoolers and young adults, even colleges. I love that you refer to yourself as coach Anthony, we all need a coach, especially a good faith coach, a good life coach. Um, so tell us about uh, your experiences when you first started doing that type of ministry, going and speaking to young people. Mm-hmm. What was that like for you when you, when you first started? Yeah, so I, I never intended to be a speaker. Mm-hmm. I, I always had that desire in me. Like I suffered a lot of public speaking anxiety. I was the most insecure kid you probably would have found. Like, my God, why can you create me like this? I'm useless. And I start mm. perfecting those lies of the enemy, the devil. Yes. And, um, you know, that's what was stealing me. It was robbing me. John 10, 10 is one of my favorite scripture verses. Wow. It says, you know, uh, Christ came to give life and life abundantly, but the enemy comes to kill, steal, rob, and destroy. Destroy. Right. He wants destroy. you down and out. He wants you exactly. down for the count. Yep. <laughs> exactly. And, and so I, I really dove deep into it. I'm like, okay, maybe this enemy is real. Like, why is my thinking pattern like this? And it says in Romans 12, 2, it says, do not conform yourself to the patterns of this world, but by the renewal of your mind. Yep. Right? So I'm like, okay, what's that mean? Um, so I, when I started reading scripture, I started to find my, my passions, my wow. purpose. Wow. And, um, you know, I had a couple, a lot of supernatural experiences, you know, um, that really helped me. It was kind of like, if God wants something to happen, it will happen. Right. Despite right. anything yeah. that comes to stop it. Um, and you know, I, I reached out to Paul J. Kim. He's a Catholic speaker for sure. Uh, and he kind of took a chance on me. He, he took that risk and he's like, yeah, dude, like I was 19 at the time I flew out to his area and he's like, yeah, I'm willing to coach you. I'm willing to show you the ropes. And wow. Um, wow. So very atypical vocation, but, and I'm here, I am plagued with self doubt. I'm not saying like, Oh, this is what I was born to do. I'm, I'm right. still like, can I actually do this? Is mm-hmm. this what you're calling me to do, Lord? Like, but stepping out in fear and, and just pursuing that vocation and yeah. walking by faith and not by sight. You know, that's, yeah. that's when it started. He, he gave me that encouragement. I love that. And uh, Paul J. Kim, also a friend of the Mission Driven Podcast. He was on episode number three, I believe. Um, great guy. And also a big mentor for me. Shout out, Paul. Mm-hmm. We love you so much. Love um, but <laughs> I, I love that you were proactive, that you reached out to Paul and you said, hey, can, can you help me? Um, and you even reach out to me and you're like, hey, what, what's going on? I just want to connect. You know, it's like, but so many people won't do that. They don't even think people will respond. But there are so many, like as a disciple, we have, we have this like um, obligation yeah, and, and, this, and this desire to yes, help sir. other people grow 
as disciples. Jesus said, go make disciples of all nations. That's what the Mission Driven Podcast is all about. That's our mission as Christians. So if we're not seeking opportunities to make disciples, we're not doing our job, you know? And, and so I think that's, it's really empowering and encouraging to hear that, you know, you're literally just going out there, Hey, what can I learn? How can I grow? And that's, that's the biggest and best thing you can do. Because if you try to say, I'm just going to do this by myself. Yeah. You can, the Holy spirit can lead you, can guide you, but you know, you can kind of only go so far on your own. It's like, you might go through 10 years, what could be two years with some help, you know? And I feel like, like in pain, we need to ask for help sometimes. And it's okay. Although I know a lot of times we think if I ask for help, it's a sign of weakness or, you know, I can, I can do it by myself, but you know, it, it, it says in scripture, uh, Paul, he's asking Jesus to take away whatever pain it is. We don't know what it was. And yeah. he says, take it away. And he says, uh, when you have pain, my power rests on your weakness. So then Paul's like, well, I'm going to boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, of my hardships, of my failures, because when I am weak, then in God, I am strong. And that's the thing. It's like, okay, I can now brag about my weaknesses and my shortcomings and not try to hide it, but to love who I am and who I'm not, because that's what God sees me. He, he loves me for who I am, who I'm not. Um, so I'm just, I'm just, I'm moved by that at a young age, you already had that direction, which is so cool. Who were some role models in your life? Virgin Mary is number one. Wow. Wow. <laughs> love her. Love her to death. Um, it's, it's, I honestly can't think of one, uh, one specific person. It's been a lot of, a lot of people who kind of really helped me and the Holy Spirit working through everybody, one body in Christ yeah. from believer in that. Yeah. Um, so, so, uh, youth minister in college, I mean, he absolutely believed in me. He helped restore my low self-esteem and, you know, it's something I'm still struggling with, I, I believe because of my past and my woundedness, but he believed in me too. And he, he was really showing me what it means to be humble. And I struggled a lot with pride. He's like, man, wow. if you want to go out there and fight and, and win souls for the yeah. kingdom of God, mm-hmm. man, you got to humble yourself. Man. Yes. And this is not about, yes, yeah, it's, it's not about you. It's about killing John 15, 13. The greatest form of love is to lay down one's life for another. And that does not mean glorify my own desires, my yes. own passions. And it says in James 4, 2, it says, some of you ask, but do not receive because you ask with selfish motives and ambition. And I'm like, okay, so this, this is real. Like the, the power real. of the Holy Spirit is real. I got to humble myself. Bro, that's so good. And, and I feel like if you know, mm. okay, they, you know, they will know we are Christians by our love, how we love one another. But mm. you know if someone is authentically giving you real love and, you know, being, being real with you, or you can, you can sniff out a fake real fast. You oh know? yeah, for sure. And, and I think, you know, right now there are people marching and protesting um, all over. I live in Los Angeles. I believe it's probably happening where you are in Sacramento. Um, yep. And the thing is, is like, you know, you're going out there and you're standing with, you're standing with the black community who is in pain, who has been oppressed, marginalized, who has been mistreated, but you're going out there um, to say, I am with you. I'm in solidarity for what's right, for what's just. And I have to know that Jesus would be out there. Jesus hung out with anybody who was in pain, anybody who was hurting. Um, I love the story of the woman at the well. Love it. <laughs> Jesus goes... 
and he he heals her and he sits and she tells him her whole story and it's like you don't your whole story I and mean, if you want to tell me your whole story we could be here for a couple of days you know but like like jesus heard her whole story that means he wants to be involved with yeah. our lives with yeah. our hearts and with our pain and um I, I just have to believe that jesus would be out there standing up for what's right and it, it's time for us to to do the same and, and not be silent um i've been hearing a lot about you know hey if 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 you're silent um you're you're not helping you're actually working against you know resolution and and i i i've been convicted this week to say you know what we got we have to make noise in the name of jesus for what's right for all humanity you know like no no more we cannot we cannot tolerate this and so for people that are are, are in pain right now you said you struggle with some mental pain right but what about like emotional pain like what about like heart pain how do you how do you work through that yeah, that's the that's the first thing. You know, I was really bad at writing. I never read or or, or write wrote until I was 19 years old. Believe it or not. Wow. But I had so much going on in my heart. Yeah. And I'm like, man, what what is this? And, yeah. Um. So I start journaling. I start mm. I start putting my thought process down on a piece of paper so that I could start studying the patterns. Mm. What is causing me to feel this way? Why am I triggered? Wow. What can I do to understand the lesson or to get out of this pain? And how can I use it to love others better? Because the, the greatest thing, Joe, that drives me is, is seeing someone who is marginalized, outcast, broken, and, who, and who's thirsting to, to heal is thirsting to find out their identity, is thirsting to say, what, what am I called to do? Who am I? And, and they need that love. They need that support. My heart goes out to them so intimately and deeply because I was sitting in their shoes and I know what that feels like. Mm. You know, I, I don't want people to go through that. Yeah. But the, the, the greatest thing you could do is, as I was saying, read the book within your own self. Wow. A lot of people, they wow. don't. They're too scared. You know what? Yeah. Um. I do something every day on Instagram called ministry moments. Um, I know I sometimes it, man. I'm see always them. watching them, binge watching them. <laughs> and uh, the other day I did one, I said, cl clean house. There's times that we need to go inside of us and clean house. And we need to literally let things rise to the surface and confront them. And I mean, during quarantine, it's been a perfect opportunity, especially with relationships, family, all kinds of stuff to, to really kind of reconcile yourselves not only with God, but you know, there, there needs to be healing in a lot of people, uh, in general, I, myself included, you know, it's like, but it's like, we won't discover it until like, for me, like you were saying, writing, like I express myself through art. And a lot of times it, that's when all of a sudden I realize how I'm feeling when I'm reflecting, um, which is, is helpful, but also like, like you're also saying, you know, reading God's word, that's a daily reflection and analysis of yourself because the Bible reads you, you know, and, <laughs> well and it, it's alive and active, you know, and, oh, yep. and, and it's, it's, it's so powerful, but I know that me since getting in the word, and I love that you're all about this as well Is I'm, I'm constantly looking at myself when I'm reading God's word because I'm looking for application for me. And, um, it's just, it's so, so helpful that, that we have these outlets with God. I, I was thinking right now in our world, how hard it, it must be to not have faith in God during, during quarantine, during pandemic. Yeah, exactly. um, That's very well put. 
it, it just has to be super hard. Um, and we need to pray and invite people to the table. That's the thing. Um, we need to get recharged, just like you said, the di- different ways to recharge. And then we need to, to get back up and, and get in there, you know? All right. Um, so, bro, I just want to know if you could have the whole world like listening to you right now. If you, you say the whole world captive audience for about, who knows, a minute, you can tell them one thing. What would you tell them? Wow, that's that's a tough one. But the, the, the first thought that comes to my mind is never, ever give up on Jesus. Wow. Never, ever. That is that simple. Never give up. Wow. Ever. You wow. may not understand it. You may not see it. But the Lord knows who you will become and yep. how powerful the Holy Spirit can work in you. And, you know, so just never give up on that and always believe that he wants to fulfill every desire in your heart, even ones you do not see. And mm. if you could trust in him, all you need to do is surrender and trust mm. in him. Mm. You will be untouchable, unbreakable. There's no devil or demon that could stop you because the presence of Christ in you will live in you. Come on, preach. <laughs> Come on, coach. I get the goosebumps, man. Let's I'm, go, I'm so coach. passionate about that. Coach, we got to talk more often. Dang, this is this is so great. I'm, I'm so glad I'm here with you. Bro, when, when you launched your book, did you have any idea it would be as successful, your first book, as it was? <laughs> never, man. Never. Like 21 years old. <laughs> yeah, never, you, man. You wrote a book. You never. released it. It became a bestseller. Um, explain it. Top 1% of the, what is it? 9 million? 9 million books on Amazon? Bro, that's... That's unreal. And, and did you do any major promoting or how did, how did it go down? It was all natural. I mean, this, this, this is all it was. I would talk the big talk. I'm like, yep, I'm doing this, man. And I would put my dream out there for the world to see it. Declaring it. I love it. Yep. People make fun of me. Persecution. Oh, you're never going to amount to anything and all the hate. Right. I'm like, okay, it's understood. Yep. You know, um, I need to respond with joy, tenderness, and gratitude, not bitterness, anger, and resentment. So I focus on only one thing. Whoa, one whoa, thing. whoa. Slow down, coach. Say that again. We need to grab that. <laughs> the hate's going to come. Hate's expected. It's actually a good thing. The prophets say to rejoice in it. Yes. Right? Boast in it. We yeah. boast in it. But I'm saying, I don't want to make that taint my heart or my relationship with the Lord. So I'm yeah. going to respond with joy, yes. tenderness, and gratitude. Yes. And not bitterness, anger, and resentment, which is what 99% of the people respond, you know? Mm, mm. Um, so, you know, I, I was on social media when I was 19 years old, and I started posting a lot. I'm like, you know, I'm going to live out courageously for my faith, because wow. I know the Catholic faith to be the universal true faith. Yeah. And God is either a liar, a lunatic, or indeed, he's the Lord, yep. right? And C.S. Lewis talked about that, and that kind of struck me. I'm like, okay, it gets me to question. You know, is God really who he says he is? Yeah. And he truly is. He is the way, the truth, and the life. You know he truly it. Is, man. Yes. So, yeah. And then, um, so I'm just out here, you know, posting and I'm growing my social media. And I, I God was very, very, um, very active in my life without me even seeing it. Because I'm plagued with low self-esteem, doubts, mm. fear. Mm. Yeah. Um, but uh, just continuing to trust in the Lord and, and to believe that this is the calling, no matter what. You know, I'm going to be convicted and committed despite any other outer voice because I believe this to be the inner voice of the Holy Spirit. Yes, yes. Um, so I just did that. And, you know, the Lord, um, he, he, as the more I increased my prayer, the more that he blessed me. And then it kind of happened like on launch day, a lot of people knew about it. Like, whoa, this kid actually wrote a book, you know. Um, so like, I need to check this thing out, man. And so they're going on my Instagram, you know, I post about it, you know, 
talking about it in school, part of the athletic program, part of you know a lot of classes. Just what, very school, what school were you at? Uh, UC Davis. Nice. Nice. Yep. So there it is. And people are like, whoa, he actually did it. You know, so I launched it. And um, believe it or not, January 28th, I don't even know this. It's the day of St. Thomas Aquinas. You know, it's the feast day of him. Wow. So there's all this symbolism. And before that, I did my consecration to the Blessed Virgin Mary. I'm like, Lord, wow. is this your will or is this my pride? Right. Is this trying to use my own ego, trying to glorify myself, Lord? I don't want to, I don't want any of that smoke, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and through that, you know, the Lord, honestly, he blessed, he blessed that, um, that docility of the spirit, I guess. I'm just always trying to be humble and I, and I struggle with pride, but it's, it's a daily battle. And yeah, I think he sees my willingness. So, so he kind of rewarded me for that. Yeah. Incredible. And, <laughs> and it's not like you just wrote one book. You just wrote another book, bro. <laughs> this next book you just launched, it just released. It's called sex, love and worth. Is that correct? That's right. Absolutely. Yep. Sex, love and worth. That sounds like an interesting title. Uh, where did, where did this, the premise of this book come from? Tell us all about it. Yeah. A lot of my suffering was actually living radically for the faith. You know, my whole life, I was always very passionate about relationships, but I would get into relationships and they would just always fail. You know, I wanted to keep it chaste and a lot of women that I would date, they're very worldly or, you know, I'm attracted to them. Like, you know, shoot my shot, right. Basketball player. I'm going to shoot my shot, right? but it, it doesn't fall through. And I'm like, Oh Lord, you know, um, so here I am and, you know, trying to keep a relationship here and always abstaining to have sex till marriage. That's the mentality I always had, you know, still to this day, a lot of my pain comes from carrying my purity, carrying that virginity for my wife and, and all that. Yeah. So I'm seeing, meeting a lot of women, meeting a lot of guys within my circle of friends and, and I'm seeing that they're struggling with their identity. And when it comes to relationships, mm-hmm. you know, they're getting cheated on left and right. Yeah. And I can relate to that. And mm-hmm. they're getting into toxic relationships. They don't know the, the, the power of their bodies and how that can glorify God through that and how it's supposed to be used authentically. So a lot of people are living in lust, thinking that they're living in love. And it says in the Bible wow. in Isaiah, it says that people will begin to see upside down how things are ought to be seen. Wow. Um, wow. So here I am and I like talking, like giving talks and, and just seeing people just thirsting, man. Like mm. they're thirsting, Joe, like wh- I want love, but, but there's this like void in their heart. How do I get it? And they're yeah. struggling. And, and yeah. it's like, I feel like the Lord giving me this, all this grace and mercy. And, and the least I could do is it'd be so selfish for me to, to take it on to myself is to give it out to others. Yes. You know? Yes. And the, the one thing I, I really hated is I would read books and they're like these married people who are talking about theology of the body, but I couldn't connect with them. Right. Cause I'm like a youth man. And I'm like, is there someone out there like, like me, who's fighting that good fight, who's trying to finish that race and who's ultimately trying to, you know, uh, be that one fish swimming against the current of billions. Yeah. For people yeah. that don't know theology of the body, can you expand on theology of the body? Yeah. So based on what I know, still learning, still very young. I draw from St. John Paul II. Yep. Love his readings. I so love good. Jason Everett. I recommend them to a lot. Yeah. Um, Edward Sree is a great man. And Matt Fratt. Basically, theology of the body is we all have sexual desires. It's mm-hmm. in our human nature mm-hmm. and they're good. Yeah. So the question is not a matter of they're good or bad. A lot of people think, OK, suppress sex. It's a mm-hmm. bad thing. But in reality, no, we should be, you know, it's something we can glorify God through, but it has to be used when in the proper context. And yep. it has to be four things for it. It has to be total. It has to be fruitful. It has to be free and it has to be faithful, meaning you got to be loyal. I so, love that. I love that. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and through the body, we speak a language. I, although I speak with my lips, I'm also speaking with my body, the nonverbal, yep. right? Yep. So um, in the Bible, it says that we become intertwined, like soul becomes tied to soul. And they call it the soul tie. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people, they don't understand the their worth or their dignity because they don't understand who God is. And it says, you know, for those that love, they know God. And a lot of people out here are claiming to know what love is, but they don't because they're not living it through the way God intended to live through our sexuality. Wow. You know, so because of that, we struggle. We are living in lust, blinded by our pride, thinking we're living in love and it distorts our relationships. It's a counterfeit of love, which is lust. And um, a lot of people are just, as St. John Paul II says, are, are prey to the culture of death. Mm. Mm. Wow. So, so true. So valuable. I love that. Definitely got to check that out. Um, fantastic. So, so that played a role definitely in inspiring the direction of, of this book that you put out. Yep. <laughs> fantastic. And so how's it doing so far? It, it also hit a bestseller on Amazon. Come on. Love- Praise report. <laughs> Come on. Like, I remember like, uh, when you launched it, uh, I was thinking of you. I'm like, I, he launched his book today. I'm praying for you. And I, I think I reached out a couple days later. I'm like, how'd it go? And you're like, hit a bestseller list. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> Come on. You know, it's amazing, bro. You know, you're such an interesting person. And I, I feel like we could have a podcast together. I just love, love hanging out and talking with you. Um, so, Thanks, so you do go to schools and churches and I mean, I'm sure you can do zoom stuff right now. Um, but you know, if people want to reach out to you, how, how can they find you? So best way is through my website at coachanthonysimon.com. All my social media is coach Anthony Simon. Okay. Um, yep. That's, that's the greatest way. Great. And you're on Instagram a lot. Um, uh, you, yep. you, I know you respond a lot to questions. You're very interactive there. So make sure follow on Instagram as well. I'll link all that in the show notes you know, people probably are wondering, like, you know, I want to know something that most people don't know about Coach Anthony. What's one thing that most people don't know about you, bro? I'm a lover at heart. Um, and what I mean by that, you might see it through my works, but I'm a mama's boy. As tough as I might seem in the exterior, yeah. in my interior, I'm a softy, man. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I'm lifting the weights. I'm pumping that iron. I'm playing sports. I'm playing with the Lions, right? Yeah. But uh, I'm still a baby cub on the inside. <laughs> Yes. I love it. That's good. Now, now this is a big question and this is like, you can make declarations or you can, Mm. you know what, but like, what do you believe God's mission is for your life? To discover my full identity and to help others live out their saintly vocations. And, um, my, yeah, my, my greatest fear in life is, and this is how my relationship with the Lord is, is let's say I get to heaven and I meet God face to face. And he asked me, Anthony, like, you've done such great work, but you let fear, pride, lack of trust in me, insecurity and doubt stop you from becoming the saint that I called you to be. And wow. you could have been this great, wow. but you've only stooped to this level because of those five things that I mentioned. I'm like, that's purgatory. That's hell to me. And mm. I'm on this mission trying to help people reach their saintly vocation and reach the best version of themselves that God is calling them to be. No settling, man. I'm never settled. Bro, thank you. That's so inspiring. We are on a mission together. And if you're listening, you're part of that mission. Thanks for your tips on, on working through pain. Um, if you're in pain right now, that's okay. It's okay to be in pain. It's, it's a natural human emotion. Jesus felt pain. Um, I was just reflecting the other day of when you know Jesus wept when Lazarus died. 
And after he wept, they were like, wow, he really cared for Lazarus. And then moments later, he raises him from the dead. And, you know, so that in this pain and we not not see it now, but God could work a miracle, a miracle through this pain. And he can he can bring you out there. You're never too far gone, which I, I love that. And um, we're, we're almost out of time. But I got some fun, rapid fire questions for you, bro. So the first question that comes to mind, Coach Anthony Simon on the Mission Driven podcast. Here we go. Favorite flavor ice cream. Cookies and cream. Favorite color. Blue, yellow, or red? Musical artist you admire? Ooh, ah, oh man, Lecrae. Favorite movie ever? Pursuit of Happiness or Shazam. Shazam, I love it. <laughs> uh, a book that you've read that's really impacted you? Mm, Insinu Hisu. What inspires you? Jesus Christ dying on the cross. Favorite TV show? Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! If you could have a superhero power, what would it be? By location or reading souls. Favorite fruit? Mangoes. Life goal? Become a saint. If you could coach any sport, what would it be? Basketball. And finish the line. God is. My greatest love. Let's go. Coach Anthony Simon in the building (laughs) Bro, we're, we're so blessed by you. I'm so thankful. I'm declaring an abundant life that God has for you. Um, I just see so many amazing things happening. I, I'm asking that divine opportunities just flood your way. Stay humble. You know, stay receptive. Stay prayerful. Stay in God's word. And you're going to be all right, bro. Um, <laughs> thanks so much for your time. Looking forward to uh, what's to come next. And when we start our, our own podcast together, that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I love it, man. I'm so looking forward to that. All right. Love you, bro. God bless you. Love you too, man. Thanks, Joe. All right. Peace. Peace, brother. Hey, hey, hey. Was that an awesome interview or what with Coach Anthony Simon? Yo, it's time for Break It Down. This track that I want to be sharing with you today was a track that was inspired I was at mass and I heard a scripture passage. It was in 2010 and it was Revelation 7:14 and it says this, "These are the ones who have survived the time of great distress. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb." I remember hearing that verse and I was like, "Dang. Washed their robes in the blood of the lamb. They're just they're covered by the blood." And I was like, man, so we came up with this concept called Covered by the Blood, and it's about Jesus really covering us with his redemptive, merciful blood. So 2010, flashback, I call my friend Jeff Dufresne. He goes by the name of And E. He's actually a priest now, amazing, in Indiana. And I was like, hey, bro, um, I got this idea for the track. You want to jump in? He jumps in. He sends me a verse. Literally uh, a couple, maybe a day later, it was incredible. Then my friend New Era uh, helped me write the the chorus for this track. And the chorus is so catchy. It's like, I'm covered by the blood. Drip, 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 drip. So cool. Even before drip became something like popular with fashion and that's your drip, you know? Um, so, so powerful. But the crazy thing about it is I released a song on a Friday. And Kanye West at that time was releasing a song every Friday. 
and they were called Good Fridays, where he released a new song every every Friday. And I was like, you know, if Kanye's releasing this music every Friday, why can't I release a song every Friday? So I decided after this song launched, I would release a song every Friday. I did it for about eight weeks. And uh, I would write and record that week, feature different artists. And a lot of those songs came to be what is the Fully Alive album right now. But I called it, instead of Good Friday, I called it God Friday, which stood for Giving Others Depth. So I'm going to try to give you some depth today uh, with this song, Covered by the Blood. And you, I, I mentioned earlier how it relates to Kanye's uh, song that he actually just released. Kanye just released a song called Wash Us in the Blood. Wash Us in the Blood of Jesus. Ten years later, Kanye's releasing music about the blood of Jesus and that we need to be washed in the blood of Jesus. So powerful, so cool. I'm so thankful uh, to share music, especially about Jesus and what he's done for us. So check this track out. Turn it up all the way up because we're about to bump to Covered by the Blood. Drip, drip. Let's go. Giving others These are the ones who have survived the time of great distress. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. I remain with the main man, son of the haven. Life that I'm drinking, this cup is amazing. In the same way then, after bread breaking, we take blood, it covers like a blanket. Remember, it is poured out. Failings that you have can now sort out. I'm saying it's saving, so don't fall down. But if you do, the blood will drip it all out. Uh, I really want to get raised at the end of the day But sometimes I forget the reason I'm made Imperfect's my name, I have no shame I am covered in love, I got a new band aid The promise is here, forever it will stay This sacrifice clear, brought through faith The covenant's new, for me and you Let's make peace through a blood attitude Covered by the blood, drip drip, drip drip Drip, drip. I let my soul glow, cause I gotta show I'm covered by the blood, check the attitude I'm covered by the blood Drip, 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 drip I let my soul glow, cause I gotta show I'm covered by the blood, check the attitude Blood wash my skin, Old Spice clean my skin Look at me, then at him, now at me Back at him, thought I knew Think again, blows my mind, what's at hand When my thoughts had all before me Am I saved, am I damned? Now the blood as it ran With some focus on the man His example implemented That's what really was the plan How now be in love Live authentic, don't give up Leave behind all the jealousy The lies and the lust Moses, step in the water Now the Nile run red Neither excess nor deficiency survives Instead, vices drown Cause my mother stepping on the serpent's head The helmet of salvation Now is on my head Concussions may so happen But the doctor says This is the blood of Christ I reply Say again Concussions may still happen, but the doctor says This is the blood of Christ, I reply, amen Covered by the blood Drip, 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 drip I let my soul glow, cause I gotta show I'm covered by the blood Check the attitude, I'm covered by the blood Drip, 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 
drip, drip I let my soul glow Cause I got a show I'm covered by the blood Check the attitude Covered by the blood 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 If I can build relationships Connect through love and laboring Trust without wavering is blood that I'm savoring I am washed in that made right My faults are made right So I proceed clean in daylight I stay bright, so glow, so no Guys on my side So I never ride so low Oh no, you are never too far In fact, you're a part of the mission Y'all, it's up to us to serve To help save Earth Don't complain when it hurts But do good works The source in the summit I breathe life from it Forgiveness in the air I know God's coming My flesh is at rest Faith on my chest The armor of God My blood stains best Covered by the blood Drip, drip Drip, drip Drip, drip I let my soul glow Cause I got a show I'm covered by the blood Check the attitude I'm covered by the blood Drip, drip Drip, drip Drip, drip I let my soul glow Cause I got a show I'm covered by the blood Check the attitude I'm covered by the I'm covered by the I'm covered by the Blood, blood I let my soul I let my soul I let my soul Glow, glow Check the attitude Check the attitude Check the attitude Check the attitude I'm covered by the I'm covered by the I'm covered by the Blood, blood Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's our show. Hope you had a good time today. Thanks for tuning in to the Mission Driven Podcast. Hope you gained something from this episode. A big thank you to Coach Anthony Simon for being our Mission Driven guest. Please check out his books. Both are on Amazon, Pain, Life's Greatest Gift, and his latest book, Sex, Love, and Worth. I can't wait to read it. Big thank you to my wife, Noelle Melendres, for word of the day. That was a powerful word. Psalm 34, 18. Also, feel free to stream Covered by the Blood anywhere you stream music. If you have any questions you'd like to submit to me personally, go ahead and email me, joe at joemelendres.com, or you can go to joemelendres.com forward slash podcast and submit some questions there. If you don't already follow me on social media, very active on Instagram at Joe Melendrez, also on Facebook and Twitter as well. And my TikTok is at Joe Melendrez Music. I also release a new video every week on YouTube. So make sure to subscribe there. If you like today's episode, feel free, rate, share, comment, subscribe. It really helps to get the word out. We are almost a year into the Mission Driven Podcast. And this has been an incredible, wild ride. Can I get an amen? So until next time, God loves you and stay mission driven. Peace.